welcome to GoodBuddy's Market Pulse Update for 18th of October. Every Monday, we provide a concise overview of the key themes driving financial markets. We're joined today by Chief Investment Officer Bernard Swords. Good morning, Bernard. Another good week uh, for markets. Uh, and we had a few encouraging economic data points to support that. You might talk us through those? Uh, yes, the main encouraging ones we saw came from the US. And I guess they were dealing with both the, the growth side and with the inflation side. So we turned the growth side, first of all. So we would have had concerns uh, maybe a month ago about whether the Delta variant was going to disturb the expansion that seemed to be spreading uh, in particular in the US and, and in Asia as well. Retail sales figure for September that was released uh, last week showed that the US back on a reopening trend um, and the economy going back up the, in, into an expansion mode. So any turbulence that we were seeing in, in the August, it did turn out to be short-lived um, and not particularly sustainable. So confidence about uh, the US back on a reopening path and back to an expansion path. Uh, then on the inflation side, we had both uh, consumer prices and producer prices out last week, and both of them were below expectations. So if we take consumer prices, first of all, where we saw the weakness or what, why it missed was in those transitory elements that we've been talking about over the last few months. So we saw travel expenses declining, lodging expenses going sideways, and then that idiosyncratic new car sales our second-hand car prices also declining. So we've been saying there are transitory elements of it in the spike we saw in inflation. And last week, we saw some of those transitory elements reversing and pulling down that headline figure. Now, for those who listened to the investment summit where we talked about inflation, like we are expecting a higher level of inflation in the next five to 10 years than we had in the last 10 years. And if we look at that CPI reading, where did we get excess inflation? Uh, it was in what they call the owner's equivalent or rental levels or property costs. And that's more sustainable, but much more subdued than we're seeing at the headline. So if we look at that CPI figure, we've seen that the, head, the, the overall figure coming down as transitory ones fall out of the, the system, but it's residing at a higher level than we would have had two and three years ago, which is what everybody wants. So it was an encouraging one then there. On the producer price index, and I suppose th this also came in below expectations. And probably what you take from it is encouragement that, yes, we have all these supply chain issues still there um, and they're not, not going away anytime soon. But the inflation pressure coming from them seems to be declining. And I'd say that was the, the, the positive that people took from that particular figure. If we want more mixed figures, they came from China. So Q3 GDP missed expectations, industrial production missed expectations, but retail sales actually accelerated month to month, so they ended the quarter uh, on a stronger note. I guess people are looking through it because a lot of the miss came to the power outages that they've had in China and the, the spreading power outages. So it was not a lack of demand that was causing this weakness. It was an inability to supply and people sort of feel, well, we, once they have the power back on, whether that's uh, late Q4 or early next year, then then we're back, back up to, towards more respectable growth rates out of China. So I guess it was encouraging that the Delta variant's not causing uh, any major disruption in the global economy. And some of those inflation figures are coming back down towards a lower level, higher than we had, but, but lower than the headline that we've been seeing for a while. Thanks, Bernard. Uh, and I suppose as well, uh, we have to mention Q3 reporting season kicked off yeah. last week. I, I know it's very, very early days, um, yeah. but it always, always gets lots of attention. Uh, a promising start here as well? 
Yeah, it was uh, very strong. So if we take consensus expectations would be for Q3 earnings in the US to be up 30% year on year. That's 11 percentage points higher than we had at the start of the year. So we've had massive upgrades all through this year. And even in the last four weeks, they've actually pushed that up by one and a half points. So we've had these push up, uh, increase expectations. And what we've seen last week is we're beating even those increased expectations. So we had a lot of the financials out last week. But financials, the, the earnings growth, consensus earnings growth forecast had actually been pushed up by eight percentage points in the last four weeks. And they've beaten that. So strong upward revisions and then actual coming in better than, better than that again. So we kind of felt that maybe the gap between actual and forecast would be much lower than we've had in the last few quarters. After seeing last week, uh, we might, may have been too cautious with that outlook and we could have, a, again, a big beat against expectations in this quarter. So taking all together then, Bernard, probably supportive of your, your view and positioning? Yeah, we would have taken a lot of encouragement from last week. What have we got? A global economy getting back on its expansionary trend. Delta variant not really disturbing that. Inflation, yes, higher, but some of the, the more extreme bits of it coming out, so we, we won't end up with extreme inflation levels and a, a strong growth figure. And that, that's very positive for equity markets, which is where we have our, our, our main positioning. And that combination is delivering very strong earnings growth. So although we may have historic valuations somewhat elevated in equity markets, if we start penciling in the forecasts, we're down below uh, sort of 10 year averages if we look out one to two years uh, in valuation terms. So yeah, very supportive. And I guess the inflation figures also supports that while we wouldn't be optimistic about the outlook for the bond markets and the fixed income markets, they will remain relatively well behaved. And if we, as we see inflation subsiding from the very high levels that we had in the middle of the year, that probably supports that as well. That's great, Bernard. Thank you for all that. Um, that concludes this week's episode of Market Pulse. For further news and analysis on markets, financial planning and investments, please go to goodbody.ie forward slash insights.